Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, all you bloomers. Welcome back to another episode of Inner Bloom. Uh, We are sitting here today on Monday, June 1st. June 1st, 2020. Yep. Yep. June 1st, 2020. About halfway through this um, very transformative year. I was thinking the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of crazy. And um, we are amidst a lot of protesting and rioting and um, a lot of movement in America right now. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling, Ambie? Um, I'm feeling I'm feeling a lot of ways. I'm feeling sad. I am feeling sad for I'm feeling sad for people that feel like um, justifiably so that feel like they don't have a voice. I am feeling sad for a lot of things. And I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling, uh, I'm going to cry. Damn it. Um, I'm feeling angry in the fact that like we let this go on for this long for hundreds of years. Yeah. That we just let this happen. And Not talking about it is letting it continue. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like for myself, for my family, that is something that I've been brought up with, that I have been raised by is don't talk about it. Don't yeah. talk about the differences. Don't, um, don't address it. Don't address the elephant in the room. That... Um, there's this distinct uh, divide and that it's wrong and that it's not okay, but that we don't address it. Mm-hmm. We can address all the other topics. So yeah. it it's not right. And I felt Alexa and I were talking about this. I felt for a really long time, like uncomfortable about talking about the difference in our society and really feeling like, well, that's not my place to say anything. Mm -hmm. But I feel like saying that is now no longer acceptable, which is as it should be. Um, And I feel like, like I'm really starting to see how having no stance, having not saying anything is just as bad as 
as saying that, you know, um, there's no problem or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I resonate with that a lot. I've had a lot of experiences in a very short amount of time that have really opened my eyes, um, to ways that I've helped perpetuate these, this problem. Um, by wanting to stay out of it and not say anything that's going to get anyone upset. And, uh, and totally, I mean, uh, we were talking offline about how the both of us have always felt very awkward about saying anything because about race or, or bringing it up or addressing it because it feels like there's this belief like, well, it, it's not our place or we don't know what we're talking about or and, – and the truth is what I've been learning is like, you know what? I I don't know. Like yep. – and that's okay to say. Like actually that's what needs to be said is we don't know what it's like. We don't have – that color skin and it's sad that that means we have a completely different experience but the honest truth is that we will never know what it is like to live um like the black community and people of color live every day and so what needs to happen from my perspective and from what experience i've had over the past few days really beautiful and enlightening experiences that i've had is um we need to acknowledge what people of color and the black community are going through and listen to them and really be open to being educated and learning and validating their experience. And um, just like we always say in the spiritual community, we always say, we're like, don't push away your problems, sit with them and honor them, right? Like don't push away your darkness, like sit with it and honor it, Uh, listen to it, let it talk to you, all that. Like it's the same way with this darkness in our society of this this um, this thing that we're not supposed to talk about. It's now time to confront it, acknowledge it, listen, validate um, the black community and people of color. And um, you know, it's it's really crazy what's going on right now. Um, it, it's it's um, but it feels like a time of great change, and. Yeah. I think through all this, I did a Facebook Live a little bit earlier today, and I, I was I was saying a lot there. But um, I think through I think this is going to be a long process, and I think the one thing that we need to have is the vision of what what this is for, where we're going. Because I actually took some time today to look at a lot of protest videos, which I don't wouldn't normally do. I don't like to watch things that feel sad or dark or scary but I was like no I need to know what's going on I watched a lot and actually what I saw was black people white people all people coming together and protecting each other like really protecting each other out there and protesting and saying we will not live in a society in which you tell us to fight each other, to hurt each other, to kill each other, that one of us is better than the other. We will live in a society in which we are all valid and we are all respected and we are all safe. And Mm -hmm. it might get messy on the way there, but it feels like everyone is agreeing to some degree that this type of society is one we no longer endorse. And 
it's beautiful on some level to see that happening because what I expected to see was something a little different, I think. I think it you can see you can see it depends on like your perspective on what you're watching, right? Yeah. And you can see a lot of um I haven't personally had this happen. I know that with other protests in the past, I have experienced people when I've seen other protests on a smaller scale or like um oh my gosh. Kaepernick, is that how you say his Colin last Kaep- name? Kaepernick. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. So, um when he took a knee, I would I would have people in my world say to me like I think it's not necessary or whatever the case may be. I have had no one in my world say that now. But um I agree that what is happening is absolutely necessary. Absolutely necessary because no change will happen if noise is not made. So if that means the protests need to keep going on for as long as it takes, then protests need to keep going on. Mm-hmm. I there is no but in that sentence. However, they people that are protesting feel appropriate all races feel appropriate to express their emotions. Mm-hmm. Then it is what it is, but again, like change cannot happen by saying, "Well, you're not you're not expressing your anger the right way you're not doing this the right way bullshit you we need to make change and so we need to make noise mm-hmm. and Agreed. so um i've been debating on going to a protest to be honest um and i just don't know how i feel about it it feels a little scary it feels really daunting for some reason it feels real daunting like there's so many logistics like what if i go there and i don't know where to go and like like so many like logical things that i've never been to a protest in my life about anything Me so either. i'm not i'm not 100% sure like um i've actually joined three facebook groups that um um announce protest in my area um so and I watched live coverage. They have um, oceanfront cameras that are live. They're they're just like uh, robot cameras. So they're very neutral. And I watched that last night, and it was just a peaceful protest, people just walking down the oceanfront, which I was sad that I didn't go to that one. I didn't know that one was happening. But I didn't go to that one, and I was upset about it. But it's just... Um, it's interesting because I'm in this position personally where I feel like I want to show my support, but I don't know what to do. Yeah. I feel you. I don't feel called to go to a protest. Although like part of me wishes I, part of me wants to, part of me is honestly terrified, like genuinely. And I'm, I'm terrified of the police. That's what I'm terrified I'm, of. I'm I don't terif- want to get gassed. I really don't. I'm really yeah. scared about that. I live directly across from the police headquarters, and I just got an email from my building that there are going to be two protests, one at three and one at five, right outside my building. They're like, lock, lock your doors. Um, like, we're going to have extra security. But, like, you know, I, I'm genuinely afraid of the police and their response to things. I'm not afraid of protesters. I... I I've seen so many peaceful protests be broken up and turned into crazy, violent things because the police show up. And I, 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 
I know there are so many good police out there. I, I truly believe that, that there are many good police officers out there. But I also believe that there are many, there's many police officers that are extremely aggressive. And there's different reasons for that, um, which I, I don't even want to get into right now. But the point is that I feel the same as you. I feel like I need to do something, but I'm not exactly sure what to do. And I genuinely don't feel like going, being a part of that for me is what is going to be the most useful, um, is, is going to be the most useful uh, way to ex- express my energy or show my support. Um, but I'm, I'm open and I'm open to seeing like what happens here and, and feeling what's right. And so real quick, tying it back to what we're about to do. Um, I remember that when COVID started, we channeled the ARC-9 and they said- Did we channel them privately or was this- No, this was public. This was, everyone was asking questions and stuff. So we channeled them and we said, we thought then that that was like, you know, crazy and it it felt crazy for sure. But I remember we said, um, what should we be doing? Whatever They said, rest. Now is the time to rest. When it's time to act, when it's time to move, you will know. And I remember thinking, what does that mean? Like what? What does that mean exactly? I felt like it kind of, like I imagined revolt. I imagined that. I was afraid of it. Um, But now we're here and all I can hear is them saying that is like, when it's time to move, you will know. When it's time to act, you will know. And I can also hear them saying from that same conversation, um, remember that what happens next is necessary. It's necessary. And so, um, you know, I think Ambie and I wanted to connect and bring them through today because this is a new wave and level, obviously, to the transformation of our society and breaking down the systems. And it comes with a new level of fear and confusion. And I think all of us are just trying to figure out what do we do? How can we best help this situation? So... And that doesn't mean, like, not talking about it. That doesn't mean not taking action. That doesn't mean, like, helping. I want to be really clear on my view of helping. And I think Alexa's view as well, but I don't want to speak for Alexa. But my view of helping does not mean, like, okay, well, let's just go back to the way things were. No, fuck that. I don't want to go back to the way things were. I want to – I want change to happen. Mm -hmm. I really do. Um, I don't want – innocent people being murdered in the street. That's absolutely fucking crazy. I don't want a mother that has to go over to her son and tell him these are, these are things that you need to do to survive in America just because of the color of his skin. Mm -hmm. That is not okay. I don't want society to keep telling me to be afraid of black men because that's not right. Even if it's like an underlined, and it's in a movie and it's like the stereotype is not okay. It is not right what is happening. And I completely disagree with it. Um, and I've been really ignorant to it. And admittedly, I've been ignorant to it of 
because it felt more comfortable. And so I want to also say that I'm sorry that it took something this big, so many people to die in such a short amount of time for change to start even happening, to have a conversation about it. So that's what I wanted to say. I'm going to read some comments real quick. Um, There's a ton of them. Uh, Casey says, hi, beauties. Thank you so much for doing this today. It's very needed. Brittany says, I've been feeling the same for the past few weeks. I've been feeling it internally for years. Brittany, now that we all feel this way, it's beautiful that now we have the chance to make a real change. Shanti sounds says, silence is agreeance. Um, It's super easy to live in a bubble as well, I think, but this is definitely bursting that bubble for many people, including myself. Maria says, we... This is so true. We need to stop making an enemy of anger. Uh, Orrin Harris said the other day, anger, if correctly used, can fuel spiritual fire to create action through love. Yeah. Uh, Marabella says, our police in Spokane, Washington, have kneeled and prayed with the protesters. I saw that. It's beautiful. Jessica says, make phone calls. Call your local government. And in Minneapolis, let them know you support the movement. The calls do matter. I've done that, actually, and I've already, like, signed a couple petitions to have the police officer arrested before he was arrested. Nellie says, I feel that media puts a scare into people about the protesting across the United States. There was more peaceful protests than the violent ones, and they are going to show the bad to get ratings. Not everywhere is bad. I agree with this. I was actually talking to my dad about this, who worked in the news for, like, most of my life, and so did my mom. And I was talking to him about, I was like, we, this is what I was saying about, this is what I feel we're protesting against. We're protesting against the narrative that the news and the media is saying, these are bad people and these are good people. And yeah. even if you don't, re- if even if they're not overtly saying it or you're not uh, even aware, it's it's underneath. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's um, the subtleties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're being told this narrative and this is why, you know, like, the media is not going to show, like you said, the peaceful protests. The media is going to show everything is out of hand and these are the looters and these are the bad people. And you need to question that because because on some level, chaos is really good for keeping us under control. Um, hold on. Okay. Um, Heather says, I've never felt so torn up inside. I hope change comes soon. The media twists things to create more conflict. Heath, hey Heath, says, I'm happy to see police are laying down their batons and marching with protesters. It's a good start, but they need to do much, much more. Um, Maria says, I can't imagine the amount of bystander trauma that black people have. Um, Everybody's agreeing about the media spreading fear. And yeah, I think genuinely the most challenging part of this, or, or for me, is the understanding that there is no quick fix. There is not anything that can happen, sorry, that, that can just be like, okay, great. That's the solution. Sweet. I'm, I'm in, in the way of like, here you go. And now it's all done. It's, it, this is going to be a process. And I think, because um, healing is a process. And I think we all need to acknowledge that. I think we are acknowledging that. But, but I think like that's, for me, kind of the biggest thing is realizing 
you know, in life, I think we like to have quick fixes. We like to have answers and solutions to things so we can know, okay, it's really okay. It's all okay. And we are being challenged and um, challenged to be in this space of, no, there there is not a quick fix. We have to confront this and spend time with this and put in our, like open our hearts to this and genuinely take action every day towards this. Like this is, this is going to be a process. Um, And part of that is to not stop talking about it. Totally. So when they distract us, like the media distracts us with something else, we are still talking about Black Lives Matter. We're still Mm -hmm. talking about how important it is. We're still talking about how um, police need like, um, a therapy like every year they need they need that counseling every single year um and it's not just the police department but it, it's the chains of command like this this system that we have in place right now is corrupt and the system in place right now is to, like benefiting one side mm-hmm. of people mm-hmm. it's not benefiting everybody like it's supposed to mm-hmm. it's benefiting benefiting one group of people I would highly recommend everybody go watch Trevor Noah's video. Um, So actually, quickly, I'll I'll tell you guys an experience I had. I posted a live about this, but if you didn't catch this. um, Yesterday morning, I woke up and everything had been burning. You know, like the cities. I live in Philly. My city had been burning all night. And I was really sad. I felt upset about it. Um, And so I made a Facebook post, which I normally don't do because I – Again, I don't want to like get involved or make things messy or whatever. But I posted and I said, um, I 100% stand with black people and people of color. However, um, I don't understand why our, we have to burn our cities. How is that helping the situation? I totally agree with you know the anger, but um, is this really the way or something like that? And my black friend from college, he he commented on it, so, um, a Martin Luther King quote about like, um, riot is the voice of the unheard or something like that. And I, I basically kind of was like, well, I know, I know, but like, I kind of was like, yeah, yeah, but listen to me type of thing. Like that's how I was responding to him. And all these other people were chiming in. And then another friend that I haven't talked to in a while sent me this video by Trevor Noah. And she said... I think this should sum it up like pretty well. And so I watched this video and essentially what he's saying in this video is that um, when you agree to be a part of a society, you are agreeing to a social contract. You're agreeing that this is how the society operates. You know, like you work, you get money, you pay to live, you, you know what I mean? Like the police protect you. Like that is the agreement of being a part of the society. However, the agreement has been broken so, 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 so many times for black people and people of color. And it's at this point where it's like, there's no agreement. Like this doesn't, this doesn't uphold. And so he's like, so, so why would they not do what they're doing? Why would they not burn the city? Why would they not? There's no reason not to, you know what I mean? And I think for me personally, I just always have had a problem with like violence being the answer. But in that moment, I suddenly understood, oh, like I got this image of a slave in chains and every day he's beaten and every day he's um, violated and every day. But one day he says, no, no more. Like I'm done. 
well, what has to happen? He's going to have to get violent. Like, you can't break out of these chains without, you know, like energy and aggression. And so I don't believe that violence is the answer in general, but in certain situations, sure, it might have to be. And I think it just really shifted my perspective in terms of what's happening and um, the agreement that we have in our society and how there really hasn't been an agreement that's been working that's been working at all. So everything has to come down in a way and really honoring that and standing standing with that if that's what mm-hmm. needs to happen. Um, 193 black people have been murdered in the past, I think it's two years. 193. Tamar Rice is one of them. He was a 12-year-old child that was playing cops and robbers. He had a Nerf gun. I'm going to cry. He told the police officer that it was a Nerf gun, and he died. How is it that we can have a white kid shoot up a school? He has rifles. He has actual weapons but he gets arrested and a 12 year old black child gets shot because he has a Nerf gun. That is white privilege. That is not okay. It's not okay that people are so afraid just to live. Mm -hmm. And I'm ashamed to be an American. Nike said, also, you have to look at who is starting the violence. Totally. Yes, exactly. It's most of the time it's white men. Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You're out there like you're not helping. You think you're helping or you know you're not helping. And either way, like, get the fuck out of there. If you're going to do that, you're not needed. You want to be a good ally? Shut the fuck up and just help them. That's how you be a good ally. Make a Make yourself a guard around them. I saw a video of a bunch of white women locking arms around black protesters. Cool. Do that. Don't start vandalizing stuff because then black men get blamed for it. And you're perpetuating the opposite of what they're standing for. Like, it's not okay. And if your job, if your goal is to cause chaos, then you're doing a great job. But I do want to say that they are causing they meaning our 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 corporate systems right like our our system is trying to instill fear in us they're trying to pin us against each other because they're afraid because they realize that we are starting to see like this is a corrupt system happening this is not all right this isn't okay And so what they're going to do next is they're going to put more fear in us. They're going to separate us further. Because if we come together, then we really have a voice. Then we can really make change. But if we're separate and we're fighting each other, then we're like little ants running around. Mm -hmm. So they're trying so hard to separate us. But if we not, we all now have video cameras with us. Mm -hmm. So we can see like, hey, that was not a black guy that broke the windows. It was a white guy. Mm-hmm. And it keeps happening. So what are you doing right now? Yeah. And I'm not saying white people are bad and black people are good or the opposite. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm saying that there are systems in place to try to keep us separate. 
Totally. Totally. And it goes back to the mainstream media. I get all media. red talking about it. Sorry. I get all heated. Keep going. <laughs> it goes back to the mainstream media, too, is like they're not going to show, they're going to show what keeps their narrative in place, which is why it is so powerful that we all have cameras and to, to start looking at what's really going on. And totally, I've seen the same thing. It's a lot of white people actually smashing windows, which is. Yeah, the CNN center. It was a white guy with a skateboard. Yeah. Another white guy tried to fight a police officer and four black guys held him back. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I've seen a lot of... What are you doing? I've seen a lot of... That's what I'm saying when I've looked at these videos. I've seen a lot of actually love and support between black and... Like you said, actually like black... uh, A a ring of black people um, protecting an officer that got separated from his... um, crew um and saying like you know don't touch him basically and just showing like humanity like this is about humanity and this is about us recognizing that we are all humans and we have to it's not fighting each other it's fighting the system that's telling us to fight each other you know what i'm saying um michelle mccurry says i just want to read a couple more comments before we start channeling um michelle mccurry says as a mother of biracial children It's so scary and sad that we have to have talks with our children on what not to do when getting pulled over. A hundred percent, Michelle. It's it's crazy. It's yeah. She says it's a reality that nobody should have to deal with. I can't even imagine. I can't. I truly can't even imagine wondering too whether it's your child or your partner or whatever it is if they're going to come home, like if they're going to get home okay just because they drove somewhere. Like it's. It's horrendous. And that's terrible. white privilege is not knowing that reality. Exactly. You know? And that's what I realized is like, shit, that's exactly right. Nellie says, you go, girl, Ambie. Oh, well, thanks. And she was like uh, feeling your heat. Feeling my heat? Feeling my rant? Okay. That's good. Um, <sighs> All right. We ready? I think so. If you are. Again, all right. I said that online. <laughs> I always have to be okay. <sighs> Welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. Um, so we understand. We understand that there is much fear. We understand that there are many emotions that you deem as human beings to be undesirable. And these emotions are necessary. These emotions are the human experience that you wish to have. So now is the time to face the emotions that you have been avoiding for centuries. You are rewriting the history books. That will take time, but it is time you have as human beings on this planet. There is more yet to come. Do not fear 
what is coming. It is necessary. It is necessary for development of humanity. It is necessary for your children and theirs and theirs. So what, what do we do right now? What is the best course of action? For now, you spread the light. You are light workers. More beings of light. You spread the light however you deem appropriate. Each person has their own view of what should be done. It is time to come together. It is not the time to shy away or fight your side. It is the time to stand in your power. If you are screaming your side the opposing human is not hearing you because they are simply screaming their side. However, if you stand in your power, you take action. This does far more than shouting It is time for maturity and growth. It is no longer time to throw temper tantrums such as you have done in the past as human beings. Learn from the mistakes of your past. It is not the time to sit and watch your fellow light workers suffer. It is time to act. That action will look different for each of you. What can Ambrosia and I do that would be most helpful? Continue to disrupt. Feeling your emotions. Giving the unheard a voice. 
you can create the necessary change in this way. Understanding this is the first of many times that human beings need to stand in unity as human beings across your globe. It is not only what can you do? It is coming together to create, to understand you are powerful. You have more power than you are aware of. We have been saying this. Come together. You will need one another in the future. You need one another now. So many choppers outside right now. Um, how do you suggest staying? I mean, it just feels like I know this needs to happen on some level. I'm really happy it's happening because I know it. I know I can feel the change coming. I know this is the beginning of a much larger thing. But how do you? I don't know. How do you stay calm through that? It just feels like just a lot. A lot. You misunderstand. Yeah. Okay. That shouting at the sky. That the opposite of that is calm. No. We are not saying sit and do nothing. We are saying be with your emotions. Feel your emotions. Understand that this is why you came here, to be human. We are simply informing you that you will not be heard by shouting at the sky. You will be heard by standing in unity. Being human does not mean that you need to be calm. Many humans are trying to avoid the uncomfortable feelings that are erupting on a global level. You acclimate. Mm -hmm. And what is happening is you are not addressing the very reason you came here, which is to feel uncomfortable, to feel a disconnection, anger, sadness, sorrow. 
It is not only the joy, the excitement, but it is about feeling the rainbow of emotions that come with being human. Feeling disconnected from your source, from your higher self. Not needing a why, not understanding and not knowing how to fix that. It is also understanding that there is far more happening here than what meets the eye. Mm -hmm. So having faith in the unseen If you could not handle the situations that are before you, you would not be human at this time. You have come here to help humanity evolve. And you are doing so. There will always be light and dark. Do not fear the discomfort, embrace it. You are here for evolution, evolution of self, evolution of your geographical location and evolution of humanity. Thank you. Um, Iris Delgadillo asked, should we be worried about Corona spreading more? We do not like the question. <laughs> okay. We I feel you. Ask. Will this continue to happen? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Worrying about it or not worrying about it is entirely up to you. Mm -hmm. Okay. We will end here. Thank you. We look forward to our next transmission. Hey. Hey. How is that? Sometimes it's just hard to come back, you know? Gotcha. Because you feel like the, the lightness, the love. Mm -hmm. And then you come back and you feel like how heavy it is here. Mm -hmm. Kind of sounds like when you have an amazing dream 
and you feel so good and then you come back and you're like no yeah but if I couldn't have handled it I wouldn't have asked for it so it's okay to feel the difference it's okay Mm -hmm. to feel the difference Mm-hmm. Um, Everyone's saying thank you. They said to me in the beginning before, um, sometimes they talk to me before I start speaking, and they said, how many times does humanity have to go through this? Like it was a rhetorical question, like, yeah. like what are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. What's going on here? Mm-hmm. Like, like children. um but yeah i hope that i hope this is i hope this is the time that sticks i hope this is the time that we understand like you know what Mm -hmm. maybe everybody should be treated fairly Mm -hmm. (laughs) just an idea yeah i also hope that this is sending a message to the people that are trying to instill fear Mm-hmm. Well, everyone's saying thank you thank you for bringing love and light to us um, and yeah I've had that feeling too it's like I don't know I'm like I sure hope this is the thing I sure hope this is the one like I sure hope nothing goes back to normal because yeah I don't because then we'll just do it again I saw this I saw this video of this uh the video, the energy of the video was kind of um, just that, well, this will happen again in 10 years and 10 years after that and 10 years after that. And I was like, no, I don't want I, – I, let's do this now. Like, let's go yeah. through it now. Let's let's uh, let's go in. Yeah, we need to, we need to start healing karma mm-hmm. on, a, on a global level. And – like that's not going to happen in a year. It's not going to happen in a week. It's it it's going to take a long time. Um, but it's it's a lot of karma. So mm-hmm. I hope nothing goes back to normal too. I don't think anything can. Personally, I hope not. Ah. <sighs> So um, for everyone watching, thank you for watching. Thank you for your beautiful comments. Thank you for sharing what you're feeling and what you're experiencing. It's really important. The message I keep getting is it just, just listen. Just listen to everyone and acknowledge what everyone is saying. Just listen to each other. You know, we, we've been so, like they said, like Arc9 said, we've been acting like throwing temper tantrums and trying to get our way or the highway and trying to say our opinion is the only one that counts. And, and really this, I feel like this time is about listening and learning. And, um, so thank you for sharing with us and thank you, Ambie, for bringing arc nine through. And, um, I just feel really grateful that we have this community that we can share with each other and support each other as we go, as we go through this whatever whatever may come so yeah thank you guys i'm really grateful i'm just quiet i'm just like doing a lot of like 
self-reflection. So, and I think that's important for everybody too, is like really look at your shit. That's, that's the most important thing you can change right now is your shit. Because how you handle yourself is how you're going to handle everybody else. Mm -hmm. And also, I think it's really important that not not allowing people to treat you like shit, too. Mm, Standing up for yourself. Standing up for yourself, yes. To anyone that is watching, any person of color that is watching that feels disrespected, it is time to say it. Mm-hmm. It's time to say, you know what? I actually don't like when you say that. I actually don't like when you ask me this question because it makes me feel like you're an idiot or whatever the case may be, like maybe not shouting at each other, right? But I think it's really important to set boundaries now. It's really important to say what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. It's And also, I just want to say that it is not your job to educate white people on what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry that there have been so many videos of black people saying, it's not my job to educate you. You're absolutely right, it's not. Because you shouldn't have to educate us on how to be a decent fucking human being. Thank you, everybody. Bye, everybody. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within. 